three, two, one, roll the footage. Welcome back everybody, I'm Simon Severino and today our guest, she helps businesses scale and grow by implementing efficient business infrastructure, processes and systems and we love systems here. We will dive deep here into why you need to write down your processes, how to systemize and how to delegate. Welcome everybody, Adi Klevit. <laughs> Thank you, Simon. This is the best entrance, the best um, welcome to a podcast I've ever had with the clapping and everything amazing. Everybody is excited here and um, <laughs> I'm excited and I'm curious, what are you currently creating? I am creating several playbooks and training manuals and processes and procedures for mm, a variety of businesses so it's always a create here we love creating those manuals we basically like when others shy away from writing processes or documenting them or implementing them we jump right in and love creating those oh and what do you see happening if people don't write down their processes well I mean, I probably could turn around and ask you that question because you see that a lot as well, right? And he probably our listeners, it's a good question to ask them, well, what happens when you don't have your processes? So it can be that, you know, new employee, it takes forever to train new employees. It um, basically makes the business owner or the leadership team have to step down and actually do a one-to-one, -one, like basically train one-on-one. -on -one. It It is definitely affecting the morale, you know, in terms of the employees, in terms of, if you don't have systems, if you don't have good training, you just throw them in there to just figure it out, you know, so it affects retention in that way. Consistency is a word that I hear a lot, like when I ask uh, business owners, why do you want to document your processes and procedures? Well, because, you know, we grew so much and everyone has their own way of doing things and there is not a consistent way of doing it and we want consistency. So why do you want consistency? Well, so we can have better customer service, so we can have risk mitigation, you know, so we can have continuity in the business. So if somebody leaves, somebody can jump in and basically be cross-trained and do what they're doing. So it basically allows the business to be alive if you have those systems working. This is a real practitioner talking here. Everybody listen to what she says because this is so true. Every single one of these mistakes I did I lost people after a couple months and then ask them, why are you leaving? And they say, Simon, it's not ready. The processes are not bulletproof. I need to write the processes here. I expect processes to be ready when I come. And I was like, oh, all right, they are right. They are right. There is no cutting corner. We will lose the, the very good people if we don't write it down, right? You know, that's an interesting point, Simon, because I want to say on that, is that you know a business it can be in different stages in terms of having processes right and you know when you're an entrepreneur a smaller company it's impossible for you to just write the processes yourself right uh, because you know okay so what are you going to do now people leave and then you're going to sit down and write your processes so it's really also having the correct people with the right mindset at different stages of the business because i'm 100 with you you know if you're more of an established business and the business is growing definitely you know, you have to provide those systems to the people. But if you are, you know, as, if it's a startup or if you are up to a certain point, you also want to surround yourself with people that are 
that can help you write those processes. Let's talk about this. So yeah. solopreneurs listening right now in small teams and say, ah, but who should write down these processes? We don't have time. We, we focus on our clients. Um, when should we write processes? So how, how can they do it? Well, you know, they can start right away because it doesn't have to be this, you know, corporate type of processes. You have a process, right? I mean, anything that you do, you wake up in the morning, you have a process. You know, I'm sure a lot of us, when we make our tea or we make our coffee in the morning, we do it the same way almost every day, right? Maybe on the weekend is different for some reason, or you go to a coffee shop, but I don't think each one of us create a different way, 360 days, 365 ways of here we go you're sipping on your tea 365 ways to make the tea right i mean it is pretty much the same and we know that if we actually figure out how we do it it will be faster because we don't have to think about it so to your point if we have solopreneurs that are asking when am i going to document my processes just video yourself you know just have use loom use zoom use screencastify whatever you want to whatever software you have when you're doing something Record yourself. I mean, that's how I got started in my own business. Let's say I sign up a client. And <clears throat> at that time, I'm talking when I did not have an assistant, I did not have a salesperson. You know, I would basically, I mean, with the idea that I will get one, I would basically record myself signing up and onboarding a new client. So here's what I do. This is how I uploaded. Here's how I write the contract. Here is how I upload it to DocuSign. Here is how I send it to the client. This is what the email template that I use. This is how I follow up when they sign up. This is how I invoice. This is how I set them up. You know, I have my system. I created my own system of setting them up. You know, they get this label, they get this folder, they do this, they do that. You know, we tag them in pipe drive, we, in our CRM, we, we, different things that we do, right? But I go like, why am I doing it? Who am I gonna pass it to? When am I gonna have time? No, I'm just gonna record it and I save those recordings and I put it in, um, I had, just like I use it with my clients, I use a platform to document the processes and procedures. So I basically put it in there with the name of the steps. So this is the step will be sign up a new client, boom, here's the video. So then when I got my first executive assistant, I basically said, okay, watch the video and write the steps. Now, was it perfect that way it was written? No, she's not a professional writer and it wasn't perfect, but it was something. So I didn't have to repeat myself. And then as we progressed and I made it more professional and now we have really good processes, documented processes. But as I discover new processes, because that's another thing, it's never going to be perfect. There is always going to be evolving processes, unless you're a business that is really like, you know, you're a manufacturer that that's the way you manufacture things. But even they, you know, they innovate, right? Each business should innovate to a degree. So the processes are going to change um, to a lesser or greater degree. When they do, I always tell my uh, the operations manager or the assist my assistant to basically go and write a process. Okay, here's how we do it. So change the process, write the process. So we always keep it alive. But the point is, is that you don't have to allocate time to sit down. Now I'm going to sit down for five hours and do it. No, just record yourself as you are doing things and keep it in a way, in a place where you know where it is kept. And that is a great solution to getting started. What do you say to people that say, ah, yeah, but no, no, I'm not a process guy. We are creative people. That would kill our well, creativity. Oh my gosh, you know, never heard it. No, just kidding. You know, you should actually go onto my podcast, which is the Systems, the Systems Simplified Podcast. And I interview several 
um, creative people and that are super successful at were super and are super successful at scaling their business. You know, top of mind is my interview that I did with Ryan Buchanan, who um, he is the owner, the founder of Thesis, and he actually um, now have has an operation person that basically run. He totally applies that. You know, you need to have processes and systems in order for you to actually be able to step out as the visionary. And what I say is, yes, listen to those people that are the experts. I mean, look, look, listen to you, Simon. I mean, you are super creative, deal with marketing, help people with all aspects of the business, and you know how important systems are. So my advice would be listen to people that are successful, that have done that, that are also creative, and see what kind of systems do they have. I mean, you know, I mean, let, let's look at Steve Jobs. I mean, do you consider him creative? I mean, I do. Definitely. Do you think apples have systems? <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. I think they do, right? Oh, yeah. So it's kind of like you look at it and you go, okay, can you ask yourself the question, can you grow without systems? The answer is no. I mean, whatever the answer is for you, I mean, I'm talking to the listeners, right? And in terms of ruining the creativity, I can just say, again, listen to those that are successful, but it will actually enhance the creativity, not hinder it. Why? Because there are certain things that you're doing that are that go over that are being done over and over and over and over and over, and those need the systems. But then you put on top of it your creativity, so you have more time to create. I just remember, I did a great podcast with Mimi Banks. She's the um, she used to run the social media for L'Oreal, and she has now her own company, and she deals with a lot. She does social media. And, um, you know, she talked about it, like how you have, you basically identify the things that are repetitive. Like even if you are creative and creating ads or creating um, different things you're posting on social media, the marketing, et cetera, there are still certain actions that you need to do and your team has to do. So if you want to delegate, you definitely need those systems. So they don't, they basically very complement each other. They are not against creativity. You know, it's not just boring things. And that's one thing that, I really try to get across is that um, it's not boring to write systems. You know, I know people that go like, what? I go like, no, it's not boring to create systems and write processes and procedures. It can actually be, can I say the word fun? I think, I think it can be fun. I mean, because what you are doing is you're putting order in and every time you put order in, you feel better. It's kind of like if you have your desk is cluttered with things and then you somehow manage yourself to you get yourself and you actually clean up your desk and then now you feel like you have more room to create right or to do things because you're not like your attention is not constantly oh now i have to clean this now i have to do this now i have to organize this no now you can you can go more into a creative mode totally um, we, we create around 600 episodes per year we doubled it to 1200 episodes per year Everybody in our team has checklists. Without checklists, you would you you couldn't you couldn't ship it, right? With checklists, we, we don't think about it. It's okay. I did this task. Now it's that. Now it's that. Now it's that. And we can we can concentrate really on what's fun and on being creative, because the rest is just kind of automated, semi-automated. Right. And I, and creating those checklists, it's it's a creativity by itself. It really is because it is it takes um, thinking. It takes figuring out what works it takes streamlining it takes really creating this p 
piece that these people can look at it and go, oh, wow, this is great. I totally understand. So there is that, you know, just like when you're creating a podcast, so you're creating, um, let's say, an animated video or you're creating a graphic, you're a graphic designer, you're creating a beautiful piece. What you want to do when you do that, you want to make sure that people look at it and they understand your concept and understand what you're trying to communicate. Well, the same thing with a well-written process is people can understand what you are trying to communicate and that increase basically instead of making it like a barrier it basically increase how how you can actually do things i want to hear your top three books after one word from our sponsor hey if you like the tools go grab them for free at strategiesprints.com tools yeah, and I, I, I would like to also say something about that, that sponsor. You know, you oh, yeah. should go to Strategy Sprints and you're going to find so many tools and definitely subscribe to their newsletter because I get, I get those videos and, you know, Simon, those videos are amazing. You give such good information and your tips are amazing and they always come at the right time, which is amazing. Like, oh, I'm thinking, how am I going to do that? Boom, I get this tip and then I can, I go like, yeah, this is the way I can do it. So thank you for those. Super cool. And so you inspire entrepreneurs across the globe to write down their systems so that they can scale their business. Where do you take your inspiration from? What are three books that inspire you? You know, I get inspired by many books. So I'm going to just name, I mean, it was, you know, you asked me that question before you sent me that question. Like, oh, how can I choose three books, right? It's really hard. So let's, uh, you know, I'm going to mention some. So E-Myth is definitely a great inspirational book for anyone who wants to basically systematize their business. And the concept there of creating a turnkey business is amazing. And that's what I strive, my team and I strive to create for businesses is that turnkey operation of like, okay, let's systematize, let's re let's document. So then you can take it and you can grow and you can scale from there. So I love that book, right? Um, another one that I really like that I just recently read and I actually interviewed uh, the author on my podcast is um, They Ask You Answer by, um, yeah, They Ask You Answer. It's a great, great book. Love it. And um, I would definitely recommend that book because it deals with communication and it deals with um, answering people's questions and basically dominating the market by answering questions and not shying away from it right and you know and um the author does a fantastic job of explaining it in the book and it's real because he experienced that right so he experienced that um, you know, he came to the conclusion after he had some difficulties in the business and how he built his own business and now he has his marketing company. But I definitely recommend listening to this book and applying it because it's all about communication and volume of communication and answering the right questions. So that's a book that I really like uh, that I recently read. And I also, you know, the 10X book by Grant Cardone, really like that book because of the thinking, thinking big, right? It's like, how do you 10X everything that you are doing? So if you're thinking about, okay, so if you have 600 episodes, let's think about how you can do 6,000 episodes, right? And there are a lot of, uh, there is a lot of information there that is definitely applicable to all aspects of life. So I definitely like that book as well. And there are many books. I'm looking at my bookshelves right now, but I think let's you wanted three, those are three. Perfect. And I've, I've been just checking. They ask you answer. Is it Marcus Sheridan? 
Yeah, it's Marcus. Definitely. I talked to Mar I interviewed Marcus on my podcast and he is, he's such a great guy and he has he's such a wealth of information and, you know, and, um, he thinks outside the box, right? It's a different type of thinking. It's not your, okay, we're just going to put this thing on the website. No, he's just like the information that he tells you to put out there is absolutely incredible. So definitely recommend. I mean, the advice that he gives is very, is very, if you think, if you're an outside of the box thinker, and if you want to really take the marketing to a next level, I recommend that book. I just bought it on, on Audible. And, um, awesome. <laughs> I, I always need something to listen when I run. And, and so, Me too. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and um, I'm curious, you can pick one person when everybody's zigging, they are zagging. But from your perspective, they are doing the right thing. Who do you pick? You know, I, I'd like to actually talk about my good friend, Alice Tang, and it's um, askalistang.com. That's her um, website. And the reason why I thought about her is because she has a unique story. I mean, she's a financial advisor and she's an immigrant. She came here 20 something here, meaning the US 25 years ago. And she has her own way of doing things. You know, if maybe everybody is like that, but she has her path and she created her system of networking and it's her way of doing things. And she is, she's such a giving person and she likes to talk about how she does things and how that system works and how it worked for her. And she broke it down. She created the system. So she broke it down to step-by-step step how to do it. I also interviewed her. She's been on many podcasts. She is a great speaker. And I really wanted to choose her because it's definitely, she does hit her own way and she's super successful at doing it. And I admire her for doing that. And even if there are different things in life where, you know, maybe other people will give up or think it's hard or will have like a really bad attitude. You know, she maintains her attitude and her positive attitude, her optimism and her looking for always looking ahead and looking into the future is very admirable. So wanted to give a big shout out to her. Super cool. And um, you are also somebody who finds everywhere opportunities, stands up again, helps the next client scale. How do you do it? How do you organize? and um and stay and stay on track and keep rolling well i have my systems but thank you first of all simon coming from you because you are the same so that's really a great compliment and you know i have my systems i but really what drives me you know it's it's always your why right is the intention is like what motivates you and what really motivates me i love my gift is putting order into things. I found out, you know, I've been doing this line of work for over 25 years. You know, I first, you know, my background is industrial. I'm an industrial engineer. I picked that particular profession because it was a combination of science and uh, basically understanding um, what makes people tick and how they work and understanding the human mind and understanding, um, you know, how to work with people. So it was a people and science combination, which I love. And Throughout my career, I found I definitely expanded on that and found more and more about that. And um, I love people. I love helping people. And I love putting order into things. So that's what motivates me. It motivates me the success stories. Motivates me um, the difference that I create in businesses so then they can just run and grow and scale and basically removing the barriers that they have. 
So that's that's my motivation. That's my why. And then everything else follows into place. You know, if I then take this one and I'm motivated to create, to help more people, then the systems that I have help me achieve that. You run a podcast, Systems Simplified Podcast. And how did starting a podcast change you? Oh my gosh. Okay. So first of all, here, I, I always like to acknowledge the people that helped me because it's not me by myself, right? And this is really um, Jeremy Wise and John Corcoran, I mean, from Rise 25. They are, they definitely encouraged me to start a podcast. And, you know, and I, I was a guest just like here. I'm a guest on many podcasts. I love being a guest. I like talking about systems and processes. And it was actually during the pandemic, you know, it was April 2020. I was taking a walk, you know, because, you know, in order to keep sane and not just being surrounded and just in, in home, we couldn't go out for a walk. And I was walking around my home and I was thinking, you know, it will be great to actually start my own podcast because it will allow me to meet great people. It will allow me to give a platform to people to talk about them because believe it, I, believe it or not, I love talking about systems and processes and what we do, but I even enjoy more interviewing, being on the other side of the microphone, because I get to hear all these amazing stories that people have, and it doesn't stop to amaze me how amazing people are, you know, what do they, what they create, what they are able to do, and I love people sharing their stories. So as I was taking that walk, I go like, you know what, I can do it, you know, yeah, I'll do it. And then I talked to Jeremy, again, from Rise 25, and he made it so easy because they basically interviewed me, asked me who is my, I mean, we figured out, we did a blueprint of who is my ideal guest, you know, um, who do I want to interview? What should be the main topic of the podcast, etc. And then all I need to do is just interview people and schedule. And it was naturally, I got so many, I mean, you know, I am like now have like three months, you know, I record three months in advance because I have so many episodes, right? Because it just, it's fun. And um, I think podcasts allow me to reach out to people that before I did not know because I always, you know, because people introduce me to other people. It really um, solidified the fact that I can, my, my business is an online business, meaning like I can consult anyone and I have clients all over the world. I mean, obviously the majority in the US, but all over the US and also Australia, UK, I even have, um, I consulted somebody in Vietnam. So it is all over. It's a global, basically a globe. It became a global business and the barriers of a location just fell apart because I talked to people all over. Systemizing is very linked also to delegating. We cannot properly delegate probably if we don't, if we don't have created the system. People listening right now, they struggle like everybody, like me, like everybody. We struggle with delegation. How to do delegation right? You know, I would first of all want to let's let's name what is it hard in delegation. So I can tell you about myself and you can chime in and say what's for you. But it is really the idea that, well, you know, it will take me five minutes to explain to someone, but it will take me 30 seconds to do it myself. Right. I mean, do you ever <laughs> run into that? Exactly. Good. So how many 30 seconds, you know, if we have a hundred of those a day, that's 300 seconds. Anyway, you know, you get a call. I mean, it's, you know, I'm trying to make it, it's very, you know, being facetious about it, but it's true. I mean, you know, if you take the five, the only five minutes, only five minutes, it will never, you will run out of five minutes in a day. 
and you will also never be able to move on and really create more on the business, let's say, because you're going to do all these tasks. So it's self-discipline, really. That's what I think. It's kind of like when you ask, like, how do you work out? Okay, you run, you know, I, I love to exercise, but how do how do you do that you have to have self-discipline right because you have to you know it's very easy to go oh well you know i'm just going to not i'm sleeping another half an hour then go on my bike right get on my bike well what will get me to get on my bike is self-discipline of like you know yeah you know the alarm goes off okay good wait get up you know do whatever you're doing you know just like you know start your day go exercise you know it's just like self-discipline the same thing with delegation you have to decide for yourself what that you are going to delegate but first of all have a goal in mind on why to delegate because one of the things that i find is that and it happened to me many times throughout my career is that you get comfortable in, in something that you are doing you know how to do it very well it's not a problem but then oh wow if now i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna be important what's gonna be my next step what am i gonna do right so that's where you have to have your mindset and that's why i like the 10x book is because you have to think in in the future like what you, what do you want to do well okay so you want to now scale your business let's say you're at a million you want to get to 10 million okay is that going to happen by you doing the same routine no so you have to delegate that to somebody else but that's your why because you have now the prize you have the you're looking at the mountain what's the top of the mountain for you so once you realize that there is more than just the comfort zone or where you are at and i would just say on this one some some people their comfort zone is all the chaos that is around them and they're working 60 hours a week because that's where they know what to do right but if you want to get out of that so then you have your goal so that's number one use self-discipline in order to actually get to the next level and trust the people hire people that you trust don't hire anybody that you don't trust you know if you have trust issues then work on that but hire people that can help you and that you trust and empower them and then create very clear processes and procedures that you can actually pass to them so they can do it and then train them to do it and then validate them when they're doing a good job compliment them if they're not if they made a mistake then don't be harsh on them but correct them and show them until they actually can do it and that is a cycle you know you have your why you're training people and then you work towards your next level but i would also say in terms of you know i talked about the self-discipline, etc. One of the things that can help too is figure out your time is super valuable. You only have that many hours in a day. What's the value of your time? So let's say you figure out that your value is $500 an hour. Not that anybody's paying you $500 an hour, but in that hour, you can create business. You can, you know, create your next podcast. You can um, sign your next best client, right? So you have the potential. Every hour has a potential of $500, $10,000 an hour, whatever that potential is. So next time you find yourself, let's say, doing um, cutting and pasting some documents so you can put it in a folder somewhere instead of delegating it to your administrative assistant or your VA, ask yourself, is this task worth $10,000 or $500 or $20,000? Whatever, whatever your number is, if the answer is no, discipline, use discipline, self-discipline to actually give it to somebody else. And uh, probably the best thing in my life that I did was to fire myself from operations uh, three and a half years ago. I got 40 hours per week of my time. And I thought exactly like you say, I thought, oh, but am I still important now? Nobody misses me now? No, no applause? And then, and then I realized, hey, there is still enough people who miss you and there is still enough 
stuff to do, you will fill it with other 40 hours because your team needs you. Your team will always say, hey, da -da 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 -da, I need this, I need that. Let's improve this, let's improve that. So you still, you will always be around and you will always be impactful. Just the leverage point changes, as you say, it's 5x, 10x. That's, that's what Absolutely. Do, right? It's so true, you know, and you have, um, you know, did you ever notice that time is like a vacuum, especially for busy people, right? I mean, it's not like all of a sudden I have 40 hours and I'm sitting and doing nothing, right? All of a sudden, psh, all this, all the 40 hours, like the, the calendar is full, but that's where you have to control it. And it has to be full with activities that you really want to do. So that's where it's really important to have the goal in mind of where you want to go, to have a strategy, right? To have a plan because otherwise, and I know Simon, that's what you help people do is like to create those plans, to create those sprints, right? So they have a plan on what they're going to be doing. And because if you don't have a strategy, if you don't have a plan, then those hours are going to get sucked into like doing things that you find yourself again. Oh, how did I find myself here? This is not, you're just going in circles as opposed to progressing straight forward toward your goal. What excites you looking forward? Where Where is your business in three years? You know, it's uh, building the team, I'm building my team, I'm adding people. I really uh, want to make an impact on more businesses. So, you know, be the go-to um, consultancy where people think about training manuals, when they think about playbooks, when they think about uh, systematizing and processes and procedures, they go, yes, let's call idea and her team and um that's what i'm looking at so basically and the same goals that i talked about you know expansion and systematizing even more those are my goals and if they they listen right now and say hey yeah sounds cool actually how can i uh have adi and her team help me would 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 they need to do the systems how time intensive is it to work with you well, you know, it depends on what level of engagement they want. You know, we can do a consultative approach where we consult the business and we create the design part in terms of like, okay, so you want your processes and procedures systematized where or documented, where do you start? Okay, well, we'll map it for you. We'll give you the blueprint. We'll give you the, um, you know, basically the framework and then you can go and um, it will give you instructions and you can go and fill it in, right? So that can be one approach. That approach, I mean, the, uh, that's one swing of the pendulum. The other part of the pendulum will be like done for you. So we are doing that. We are interviewing, we are writing, we are creating, and you have like a complete playbook at the end of such and such time, right? So usually it takes us two to three months per department or division, depends on the size of the company. And at the end, you have really well-documented processes and procedures with in the voice of your company. So we always adjust it to your culture, to your voice, to who you are. And it's done for you and it's done. And we help you also implement it and make sure that it's being followed by all. And then we have the middle ground where it's basically we work for, with you on uh, creating it. So we guide you, we create a blueprint, we create the, um, the framework, and then we guide you on what to video, what to write. We interview some people, some of it, we give you assignments where you and your team write. When I say you, it means the team. We work with, with the entire team, not just with um, the owner, right? And we, we just uh, progress along that program, I mean, that process. So you, again, have well-documented processes and procedures. So there is something that can fit any budget and any, any organization. I mean, when I say that, it's it's kind of like you have to have staff, you have to have production already going. Otherwise, 
I wouldn't recommend even doing that professionally unless you have a business that is already successful, that is already like producing. So now the next step will be to document in order for you to hire more, in order for you to scale fast. Oh, okay. That leads me to the next question. So who should not call you? When, when, makes it, when does it make sense um, to work with you and how will they recognize that they are there? Right. So, you know, if you do not have customers, if you don't have clients and if you don't have enough patients, whatever you are, whatever industry you're in, it's not documenting and systematizing. Now you have to do marketing. You have to like market like crazy in order to get those customers and clients and patients and in the door. Right. I mean, you have to have production. You have to produce. Once you get to, you know, once you are productive, once you have people coming in your door, once you have your product defined, then you start hiring. And when you get to the point of, I need to hire, I have so much demand and so many people coming in that I need to now hire more fast, like tomorrow or today or yesterday, then you need to start systematizing because you need to create those manuals and procedures for your people so you can um, train them very fast. You know, we work with some exceptions of startups that had capital to begin with and they wanted to start from the get-go. They wanted to start right. I'm not saying you can't document it from the get-go if you have the uh, wherewithal to do that, for sure. But in a majority of businesses, you know, you have to get going. You have to actually be producing. You have to actually be in business several years in order to actually get things going and get systems in place that you are creating and now it's time to document it because you have enough demand for your products if people or services wanna, yeah if people want to find you uh, what are your favorite social media where do you hang out i hang out in linkedin mainly so it's adi klevit adi and k-l-e-v-i-t and that's, I mean, I post, I'm definitely, we post our podcast there, our blogs. We're also on Twitter and Facebook, but mainly on LinkedIn. That's the, that's where I'm going to see it first. If you message me on LinkedIn. And if people say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me systemize with Adi and her team. Where can they book a call with you? How do they start? Go to my website. It's uh, bizsuccesscg.com. So biz is B-I-Z, the word success spelled out and CG for consultinggroup.com, bsuccesscg.com. And you can also email me at adi, A-D-I, at bsuccesscg.com. Who should be my next guest? I think you should interview Alice. I honestly think you should interview her. You're going to get a kick out of interviewing her. She has a fantastic story. She will give you, she will love those questions that you are asking. So I'll make an introduction. Super cool. Adi, is there anything I forgot to ask you? Um, I don't think so. I think, um, I think we covered a lot here. So no, is there anything you forgot to ask me? Thank you so much. I don't, I don't think so. Uh, for being on the show, sharing your journey, your knowledge, your wisdom, your systems with us, please come back soon. Adi Klevit, everybody. Thank you, Simon. Awesome to be your guest. Avoid trying to do thousands of things that doesn't work. We have 274 templates for your business success. Reach your ambitious goals with one-on-one -on -one sprint coach. We double your revenue in 90 days.